Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Let's go. Thursdays are awesome. Thursdays really are one of the best days of the week because there's not really many expectations. Like you still got to go to work and do the whole thing, but the end is near and that's exciting. The light is at the end of the tunnel. That is for sure. It is National Pizza Day, which I'm not really a fan of like national days. National, it's National Chocolate Pudding Day or whatever it is. Uh, But really had like this craving for pizza lately. Uh-huh. Like I was talking about the New York slice. Like where's the best New York slice in St. Louis? And apparently there's this place called La Pizza that I've never had before. But that's like the best New York slice in town. What's your favorite pizza place in town? There is one. Oh my gosh. And I'm totally blanking right now. It starts with an F. It's a, oh, if you know it, please call. Farachi? It's no, it's like a, it's like an old name. It's like Fabio's or F- Felix's. Okay. Felix's. Um, I want to say that's like in Dogtown or something like that. I have a, a quick list up here of the top rated pizza places in St. Louis. Dewey's is at number one, mm-hmm. which I would say is a pretty good pizza. Uh, Pie Pizzeria, obviously. Up here as well. PW, uh, Katie's pizza. Yeah, so good. Really, really good. Uh, if I'm being honest, my favorite pizza is Casey's. Well, Casey's that's not pizza. a very hot take. Everyone loves Casey's pizza. It is a hot take when you get into like the artisanal pizza places like Katie's. You put Casey's pizza at a gas station up against Katie's pizza. Right. That's different. It is different. I am a real loser, but like I'm just a hoe for some emos. <laughs> I love emos no matter what anyone says. I love that. I know. Uh, we've got your hot song of the day at 710 today. Your chance to win $200. Also, Luke Bryan tickets in the big three. We'll spend the Wheel of Games at 8 o'clock. Happy National Pizza Day. Good morning. Thank you for hanging out with us. It is 92.3 WIL. Go get yourself some pizza. 92.3, hello, who's this? Oh, hi. My name is Joanne. Um, I was just calling because I'm listening uh, about the pizza. Yeah. Big Bear Pizza. Uh, so this guy makes it out of his apartment and you like you buy it through his Instagram uh, and pick up it on Sunday and it is the best pizza in St. Louis. I love everything about what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of this place before, but if I'm ordering pizza from some dude's apartment, I love that. Yeah, it's it's interesting uh, the first couple of times, but it's really good. And it's like a big, like he only makes 10 of them uh, like every Sunday. So you have to like, like bid for it all week. And then it's like the first 10 people who. I don't know if like, I want to, I don't know it. if I want to tell people about this. Right. I know. <laughs> but what a good little side hustle for him. He's only working on Sundays really when it comes to pizza, but he's still making some bank, I'm sure. I can't believe I'm talking to Ruby and Casey. Have a good day, guys. <laughs> well, thank you so much for the call. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Have a good day. All right. You too. She was so sweet. How nice. Uh, also, I don't know if this guy ever had it like his own brick and mortar. Does that does that ruin the allure of picking up a pizza to do house? It kind house? of might. <laughs> if I was him, I would just keep the keep the apartment as the brick and mortar and then like go buy an actual house somewhere else. So yeah. eventually you don't have to live where your pizza shop is. But I think it's hilarious. Big Bear Pizza is what it's called up on the Instagram page right now. So check that out if you get a chance. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 W.I.L. Shania's headlines about giving up solid foods earlier this week sparked something in Carrie Underwood and made her want to share what she eats on show days, too. It really surprised everybody when Shania was like, no solid food on show days. Wake up, drink, 
all day, drank probably healthy things. Smoothies. Smoothies. I would imagine. She said she burps on stage. She burps if she drinks solid food. Which I would appreciate. I would love for Shania to just... Oh, yes. We talked about this last week, and I was like thinking about it later that day. Like Shania just going on stage. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Well, Carrie Underwood is finishing out her Denim and Rhinestones tour. And it's it's a it's a heavy schedule. She's playing five shows a week, and a show is probably like three to four hours long. So I'm sure it takes a lot out of you. Oh uh, yeah. And she is definitely eating solid food on show days. She took to her Instagram showy story to show off what she eats. She eats at five o'clock sharp every single day because show starts around seven seven thirty. Yeah. She a vegetarian. What up? Includes two eggs. Scrambled and peppered, half of an avocado, free shavacados, and a pile of veggies, including cherry tomatoes, peppers, cucumbers, and hummus. And she says, this is it. Every single show day, no exceptions. Monday through Friday, or what? it's probably like Tuesday through Saturday, uh-huh. this is what she eats. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so... And, and I know, again, you you probably have to eat clean on those days because you are performing. You don't want to have acid reflux from you the don't cheeseburger be that you just ate. Yeah, pizza or whatever. Yeah. I get it, but it just sounds gross. She says it's um, high-energy food that are a good source of proteins, fats, and beneficial vitamins that keep her laid on her feet while, ever sh- while she is performing at a physically demanding show and in the rest of the day she just eats whatever. I was going to say this is a very typical what I would envision Carrie Underwood to sit down and eat at any meal, right? She's mm-hmm. very fit. She's in shape. She's got her own She's got her own and workout she line. So structured to yeah. me. I want to see this girl sit down on a couch with a pint of ice cream and just go to t- Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. You know, something wild. I could see that though. <laughs> Every now and again anyway. But yeah, so Shania, ditching the solid foods. Carrie says solid foods all the way, just the strangest combination of them. Yeah. And um, I thought I would tell you that story since you're, you love, you're enthusiast of everything health and fitness. Show day meals could be a whole, like, series. Remy and Casey. Casey, today, I thank God for pizza. It's National Pizza Day. So if I were to enter this contest that we are having on our website right now, the Kane Brown Thank God photo contest, I would literally upload a slice of pizza or me consuming a a slice of pizza. Mm -hmm. And that would be my entry photo. Everybody else, everybody else is posting photos of their family, their husbands, their dogs. We've been saying this all week. Yes. And I I just, every, every day I come back to the page and I go... Sweet, we got three more pages of photos, and still nobody has been funny with it, except for one person. One person has a photo of their chihuahua. Yeah. Holding what appears to be a credit card <laughs> in its mouth. <laughs> my dog with a shopping problem. This person says, my bill paying dog. Oh. My Roxy. Gets a hold of everything, even gift cards. So I will just let her pay the bills then. Let me see this dog real fast. Yeah. It's just a little little black chihuahua. Oh my chihuahua. gosh, that's cute. See, this is what we're going for. Yeah. Like if I was going to do, if I was you and I was going to Hot Country Nights tomorrow, I would post a picture photoshopped of me and Matt Stell. Yeah. 
Thank God for Matt Stell. Thank God for Matt Stell. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe you've met Kane Brown. Maybe you've seen him in concert. He, I mean, he played Jingle Fest a couple years ago. Oh my gosh! If you post it up and say, "I, th- I thank God every day for my boyfriend Kane Brown." Yeah. I mean, that's Hilarious. what I'm looking for. It's great I want to see some creativity. Yeah. So we've got Kane Brown tickets. Kane Brown, Dustin Lynch, and Low Cash will be at the Enterprise Center on April 14th. And all you have to do is upload a photo to the website of what you are thankful for or who you are thankful for. And I do want to make a point by saying, if you are somebody who's already submitted a photo of your wife or your kids or your whatever. Whatever. It's not that like we're not paying attention to those. We no, are not the good. person that picks the winner. Exactly. We are just trying to make the contest a little <laughs> bit more exciting. So go to the website now. It's 923WIL.com. Upload something that you are thankful for, and you could win those Came Round tickets. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. I know that sounds like it could be from the actual game, but it is not. That was audio from this year's Madden simulation. Do you know what I'm saying when I say that, Casey? Yes. Okay, so Madden is a video game. It's been around for years, and every year they do a simulation on what the Super Bowl outcome will be. And this year, the Madden prediction said the Eagles will win 31-17 to over the Chiefs. Eagles QB... Jalen Hurts will be named MVP with 282 passing yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, and 88 yards rushing. And what is their, what's the word? The record? Accuracy. So the Madden franchise has been simulating every Super Bowl matchup for the last 19 years. Madden's record is 11 and 8 since Super Bowl 38. So they've got a winning record. Barely. It's, it's still close to kind of, it's, it's a little close to 50 50. Right. I mean, but they've got a winning record. So, mm, and I'm sure that a, lo- a lot of that plays into just who is the favorite in the Super Bowl. Right. You know what I mean? But I do, I will say that obviously Madden can update every year with the players, the with accuracy of who's playing in the game, all of those things. So, I don't know. We'll see. We will see. I'm kind of sick of these New England uh, teams being in the Super Bowl. <laughs> It just feels like it, it either is literally New England or the Eagles or I, I don't know. I feel like that side of the country really takes over every year when it comes to football. Yeah. So. Who are you let's thinking? Let's the underdogs here. Who do you think is going to win, Casey? Obviously the Chiefs. Okay. What do you mean? You're thinking that I, I want, I'm trying to find out all the celebrities and who they're rooting for. And you're obviously a celebrity. So I'm getting your prediction. And the Chiefs are a favorite around these parts. So Paul Rudd. Obviously, thinks the Chiefs are going to is win. He from, I think he's Missouri? from Casey. Yeah, he's because he he was all, all the Royals stuff. Okay, I didn't you know, know that. I mean? Yeah, uh, Miles Teller, love it. Eagles. Oh, yeah. he probably is from the <laughs> East Coast. Uh, Kevin Hart, Eagles. My doppelganger, Jason Sudeikis, Chiefs. Pink says Eagles. Bradley Cooper says Eagles. Will Smith says Eagles. Of course, Will Smith says Eagles. Jeez. Philly. And Brad Pitt says Chief. We got Brad Pitt on our side. That's all I you care know, about. You know who we've got is the early 2000s <laughs> rom-commers. That's who we've got. Jason Sudeikis, Brad Pitt, Paul I will say, Rudd. we do have a guy that doesn't age on our side, though. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> In Paul Rudd. So we'll see what happens with the Super Bowl, obviously, on Sunday. See if Madden's right. See if Paul Rudd is right. Uh, if you want to be part of the St. Louis Cardinals baseball organization in 2023 and get paid for it, here's your opportunity. The St. Louis Cardinals will be holding open interviews for Usher and event attendance game 
Day job positions at Bush Stadium on Saturday, this Saturday, February 11th, from 10 a.m. to noon. So if you've been to a game and you're like, how do I get to be that person that like ushers people to the green seats? Yeah, and I was just gonna say, I feel like it's not to not to make assumptions, but it doesn't seem like that hard. So I feel like to be in Bush Stadium, a part of all the action, you yeah. totally get perks that go along with that, but you're not really doing that much. <laughs> this is perfect. It is. A, it's, it's a good opportunity. Again, that's 10 to noon uh, at Bush Stadium on Saturday. Details on the website. Obviously, you can find more there. And six days until pitchers and catchers report to Cardinals spring training. We are less than a week away, guys, until spring training. Man, it's crazy. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. CGI can do almost anything in movie and TV these days, especially when we're least expecting it. When we think of CGI, we think of action scenes, big explosions, maybe monsters or animals that you can't actually film so closely with, so they just... The entire movie of Avatar. Right. They just make it up. <laughs> but you never think of moments like a simple kiss being done by CGI. Well, the new Netflix movie called You People just came out. I actually just watched it last night. It stars Jonah Hill and Lauren London. And it's not much of a spoiler, but there's a wedding scene. And at the altar, there's a kiss. And allegedly it was fake. What? So it's coming to light. Um... On Charlemagne the God's podcast, Brilliant Idiots. Here, I'll just play it for you. Okay. The final scene, they don't even kiss. It's CGI. How's it CGI? I'm there. I'm watching the wedding, and I see them going for the kiss, and their faces stop like this far. And I'm like, I wonder how they're going to play that in the movie. Oh, they're probably just going to cut right there. But the movie, you could see their faces come close, wow. and then you could see their faces morph a little bit wow. into a fake kiss. And so as I was watching it, I, I watched really close, and you can kind of see it. Did you... Wait, so before you knew this... Or did you know this going into watching the movie that it was a CGI kiss? I think the movie came out this week and this little fun fact literally came out like yesterday. So I knew it as it was approaching. Okay. But the movie was really good. I'll say it. I'll say that. And I also kind of had to explain this to the gingerbread man when we were watching. So Lauren London, the starring actress, is the widow of an actor. A rapper, Nipsey Hussle. Okay. He was murdered back in 2019. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. A whole ordeal. So this is her first like big gig since all of that has happened. And a lot of people are saying maybe they didn't kiss on because the, they really didn't kiss anywhere else in the movie. Okay. I was paying attention. Maybe it still has to do with that or paying some sort of respects. Like they do, they play Nipsey's songs throughout, or they play, they like show his name throughout if you really pay attention and watch. Some people think it's a respect thing. Some people think that she just didn't want to kiss Jonah Hill. Yeah. And that Jonah Hill wasn't trying to, like, make her. We had this conversation in the studio with how actors and actresses kind of get away with kissing somebody that isn't their significant other. Yeah. Because it's part of the job. Right. And they don't feel anything because they can take themselves out of the situation and be an actor. Right. You know what I mean? But it's really just a... I mean, they're, they're, you can't not feel that. Yeah. I think unless it's computer generated now. Right. That's insane to me. Another thing I think people are um 
considering is that they worked so hard to make this movie. The whole movie is based around the fact that he and his family is white, she and her family are black, and they're getting married. And they work so hard to make sure that it seems like they have great chemistry and that this couple would be together in real life. Yeah. That I think they didn't want to lean on the physical stuff. So I don't think they even planned on having a kiss in the movie yeah. until probably whenever they were editing and they probably just threw it together. I don't know what to believe anymore, Casey. D- you're telling me. AI, CGI. You're telling me. <sighs> I don't know either. But I do know I watched the movie. It was really good. It was really funny. Tons of celebrities in it. You can see it on Netflix. 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey and it is time to give you the song, the hot song of the day, your chance to win $200. Bye because I've had people in my DMs all morning asking, what's the song of the day? I need to know. Girl, you need to be listening to find out. That's not the point. We are not not available to just tell you the song before everybody else. This is how the game works. Yes. So we will tell you the song now, uh, but you're going to want to be listening to this or for this song between two and six this afternoon with Marty Brooks. The first key to the puzzle or the first piece of the puzzle is now. It is a little big town pontoon. Mm-hmm. If you want to complete the puzzle, listen this afternoon. That's how you win the $200. Be caller number nine when you do hear that song this afternoon. Again, the song is Pontoon by Little Big Town. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. Casey, you're the young, hip one in the room. I'm glad you're finally saying it out loud. Can you tell me what a Borg is? No. In reference to a new trend on TikTok. I, a I think any more than that. Borg. No. This might be younger than you. Also, TikTok is way too wide for me to nail something down on yeah. one word. Go from a church where they're speaking in tongues to <laughs> anything and everything. Right. If you're not on TikTok and you're not 22 years old, you may not have seen the Borg. And it's not a bad thing. There's a new trend that young people are partying and tailgating with a gallon jug filled with a colorful liquid. It's called a Borg, which stands for Blackout Rage Gallon. It's basically oh, okay. like... It feels jungle juicy. It's Exactly. It's, it's like a jungle juice thing. You get a plastic gallon jug that's partially filled with water. You add whatever amount of vodka you want. This isn't a carefully measured cocktail. It can be anything. You add color, popular choice, and popular choice for Casey, Mio. Heyo. Those egg-shaped bottles uh, you can buy at the grocery store. They're so good. They're like, they flavor water and things like that typically, but more, I feel like lately they've been used to flavor alcoholic beverages. Uh, so you get all that. You put a fruit punch, lemonade, berry, grape, whatever. You can also add Pedialyte or like liquid IV to it. I think, see, that's the move. You're thinking ahead when you're adding some Pedialyte or some liquid IV to your cocktails. Does that really cancel it out, though? It's like, not canceling anything, but it's helping a little. It's helping a little. And okay. you're thinking ahead or you're trying. The last step is that you want to give your Borg a name and write it on the side with a Sharpie. Puns are popular. Things like Chairman of the Borg, Borgingham Palace, or I like big Borgs and I cannot lie. I mean, yeah, I feel like everyone, for the most part, has experienced this at some point in their life and just called it something different. A gallon jug, though? 
how savage do you have to be to be walking? I, I can just, I visualize this. I visualize a college I party. Apologize. I was imagining like a, in a cooler, like, like a, just straight uh, in the cooler. Oh, you're not carrying it around? No, I was imagining like two football players bring it in and it's just a giant cooler ah. filled with the liquid and you come up with your cup and you scoop it out. Gotcha. Ness. Ness. I'm, I'm thinking of... <laughs> I'm thinking of like a frat party and there's just like, you know, blonde girls walking around with gallon jugs like it's the the gallon challenge, but it's no. definitely not water. I mean, like maybe one girl for like from the friend group will bring it and they'll like share it. But no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Everybody's These drinking out of, out of milk Running jugs. around with gallons of <laughs> vodka and Mio. Uh, you can see the new trend. Maybe you'll look out if you're. Your kids are experimenting with gallon jugs All at home. All the parents with college kids this weekend, those kids are going to come home. Pa- so tell me about your board. Tell me about Remy and Casey. All right, Casey, we need to turn on the Valentine's Day vibes here. One second, one second. Let me. Uh, here we go. Oh, yeah. What do we got going on here? Soulmate. My hero. Cutie pie. You can't say those things about me. On the air. <laughs> I'm just reading these little tiny chalk hearts. These Conver- candies. Conversation hearts. Yes. I feel like every holiday has its controversial candy. Yeah. And the conversation hearts for Valentine's Day are that controversial candy. For Halloween, it's candy corn. Yep. And we are all about candy corn in the studio. It is in here nonstop. I don't know if I can get behind the candy hearts in the studio all the time. I love candy hearts. <sighs> I go hard for candy hearts, for candy corns, yeah. for candy pumpkins. I love the seasonal candies. I just, I don't know. Conversation hearts, I guess, are like the number one candy for Valentine's Day. Well, yeah, because they're the only candy for Valentine's I mean, I guess you could say like chocolate or like the box, heart-shaped boxes of chocolates, but like those chocolates usually kind of suck. Oh, they always suck. Yeah. <laughs> and you never know like, what you're biting not, into. I would not be <laughs> stoked if someone got that for me. Uh, number two on this list is Reese's Peanut Butter Hearts. Okay. Which are good. You they get do. a lot more peanut butter on they, that. They work hard to get something in every holiday. Cupid's Mix, M&M's, basically M&M's that are red, pink, and white. Yeah. Uh, Hershey's Hugs and Kisses. It's fine. Hugs, underrated kiss. Yeah. And Sweet Tarts also has their own version of conversation hearts. Yeah, that's true. I'd be more behind those because I like Sweet Tarts. Those are definitely better. Things that are not on this list, box of chocolates and a heart-shaped box. Mm-hmm. Not on the best list. No, because they always suck. Always offered, though. Who buys those? Yeah, they're always all over the stores and like, things. I went to Walgreens last night to pick up a prescription. Mm-hmm. The whole aisle is like candy hearts. I feel like that was a... Like, that's what you get when you're really desperate. Like, when you really have no other options. If it's a heart-shaped box of chocolates that's like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups or something known know inside, good. fine. But when I don't know what I'm biting into... If it says chocolate assortment... Yeah. Mm-mm. Also on the list, uh, also not on the list, Cupid Corn. They actually tried to do candy corn for Valentine's Day, and it's like berry-flavored. Ugh. Yeah, something about that I don't like. Anything gummy, not on the list. And this always comes up every year. And I have family members. My, I think my grandmother used to love these things. You know what cordials are? 
cordial. Is it a chocolate covered cherry? Yes. Yeah, nasty. <laughs> With the cherry juice in it. <laughs> oh, and it's like runny and wet. And it's been inside. in that box for three months. <laughs> Disgusting. Oh my dad my used to get those for my mom all the time, like holidays. And I'd be like, that must be an acquired taste. Honey, can I feed it to you? That's for a mature t- a taste palate. <laughs> oh, man, that's something. That, I feel like that's that's for a palate that is gone. Like it's, Right. There's it's no seen, coming back. Seen its day. You've had plenty of conversation hearts in your, in your oh. life. And now it's time to move on to the quarters. Let us know what your favorite Valentine's candy is on the Facebook page. 92.3 W.I. Casey, I'm introducing a new bit to the show. Uh, I've not talked to you about this at all, but it's called the cute audio of the day. Mm, Are you ready? Sure. Hey, um, I'm Brody, and this is for the government, and I'm protesting. I want three days off of school because um, I've been tired of school lately, and I've been dreaming for three days off. I need time to just play and go with Nene and stay home. Do whatever I want outside. Hi, this message is for the government. This is for the government. I I'm tired with Nene. You're ish. I'm hanging with Nene. I'm taking <laughs> three day weekend. Period. Dude, I uh, I. Hey, um, I'm Brody, and this is for the government. Facts. <laughs> Love it. Dear government. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, and he, he simply shares that same sentiment with us where four-day week should be a thing. I agree. Brody all the way. Brody Rolling for the government. There. Remy and Casey. All right, time to play the big three. Three questions separate you from prizes and riches and treasures. Luke Bryan tickets up for grabs today. Dale is our contestant in Belleville. Casey in the hot seat today. Go ahead and spin the wheel of games, and we'll see what we're playing today, okay? Yeah! Mm, I want you to sing every single time. (laughs) Today's game, not Super Bowls. Not Super Bowls. I love that these are becoming more like Jeopardy categories. (laughs) Yeah. I'm nervous to know how this one's going to go. Dale, play at home. You're playing along with Casey. You're basically grading her as she goes along. We're not going to tell you how many she got right until the end. You'll guess. And if you guess correctly, you'll get those Luke Bryan tickets. Are you ready, Casey? Mm, yeah. Question number one. You might find these bowls and dishes at Home Goods. They were super popular a couple years ago and sold out immediately. The dishware line features cheeky words on the side like wake up or cereal or ice cream, amongst others. Name the designer of these dishes. That is... Mother trucking Ray Dunn, girl. <laughs> you can take that off the shelves too. Always so close to getting to getting a fine. Always so close. All right, is that your final answer? Yes. All right, number two. This bowl is typically filled with mashed potatoes, sweet corn, and chunks of fried chicken, drizzled with homestyle gravy and topped with three shredded cheeses. What fast food restaurant offers something called the famous bowl? KF Sizzle. That when I when I decided to become a vegetarian, that part was really hard for me because I was really into famous bowls. Okay. So now I'll still get them and I'll say no chicken and they have like a complex every time they have to make it that way. Can I sub with coleslaw, please? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number three. This St. Louisan loves to bowl. In fact, he's a semi-retired pro bowler with dozens of major wins under his belt. He was once... Oh. 
one of the sport's most active players and became known for his maverick, chirpy, and rebellious personality. His most famous line after winning, Who do you think, who do you, think you are? I am. Who do you think you are? What is this man's name? We know that his brother dated our friend Barb. <laughs> yes. Oh what gosh. is his name? His name though? is Pete Davidson. Pete Rabbit. Give me an answer. Pete! Come on! <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Roker. Roker. Pete Roker. All right, going to Dale. Who's been hanging out on the phone? Dale, how many questions do you think Casey got right today? I'm going to say two. I appreciate that. Casey. 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 Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, you technically got two and a half. You got his first name right, Pete. Pete. Weber. Weber. Pete mm, Weber. I wouldn't have come to that. Ray Dunn are the dishes. KFC is the bowl. Pete Weber is the bowler. And oh I've challenged gosh. Pete Weber many times. And he's never taken you up he's on never it? Never taken me up on it, yeah. Mm, I'll well, challenge you, whoever's listening right now, to bowling. It's a good thing that Dale took us up on this game because now he just wants some Luke Bryan tickets. Yes. Congratulations to Dale. We will play again tomorrow. Close out the week with a little game of Big Three for those Luke Bryan tickets again. It's 92.3 WIL. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. We know that Morgan Wallen and Hardy have always been close friends as well as collaborators in the music world, of course. Um, but back in October, it was a scary moment in 2022 when we learned that Hardy had been involved in a serious bus accident. I want to say that was maybe only like a month after they had been here in St. Louis. Too many of these happen. Bus accidents. Like and the- I feel like you don't really hear about it until you until it happens. And it's so crazy to think about a tour bus crashing and everything that could go wrong within it. Yeah. But how often it does. Either crashing or like the engine blows up. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times an artist's bus has caught fire because of the engine or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's, it's insane. It's wild. But what's actually, I guess, maybe a silver lining within the accident was that Morgan was kind of around when it happened. And people are just now finding out because Hardy's mom was in the Got It For My Mama podcast. The Got It For My Mama podcast is literally all the country music moms telling stories and swapping stories. Connor Smith's mom is actually the one that hosts it. And so she's interviewing Hardy's mom whenever the topic comes up. Oh, hang on. Let's see. Let me go. Morgan actually brought Michael home from the hospital. Morgan Wallen? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Morgan was actually FaceTiming with Michael. Morgan from his bus, Michael on his bus. And Morgan knew something had happened. Yeah. If you haven't gathered it yet, Hardy's first name is Michael. Yeah. But they were on tour together, so one bus was following the other to some length. And they were FaceTiming as if they just didn't spend the last three hours together at a show. Yeah, it sounds like that's kind of the bromance that they have. And that's how immediately someone knew that something had happened. But the, it just went yeah. black. The phone just kind of flew across the room and went black. He really thought for a minute they were just 
playing a joke on him. Anyway, he approached his bus driver, and then that bus driver tried to contact Michael's bus driver. And through the course of a lot of different things, people began to figure out, oh, something has happened. Yeah. And that's how the bus drivers were able to call for help. And everybody on Hardy's bus went to the hospital, some with like pretty extreme injuries. Luckily, Hardy was good though. Yeah. I, in my mind, when you said that Morgan saved his life, I, I envision Morgan carrying Hardy's lifeless body in his arms, walking away <laughs> from a burning bus, you know, and he just like... He's stoic and just saving the day. It and, explodes in the background. Yeah, it explodes in the background. And he doesn't even look. <laughs> he doesn't even look. <laughs> you know, you got to do it for the clickbait sometimes. That would have been a way better story. Who knows? That could be a good movie someday. But Something about Morgan Wallen carrying Hardy, though. I don't know. I don't know. He's got superhuman strength. That adrenaline kicks yeah, in. Yeah. It must be in the mullet. <laughs> That's where it all lives. I will post this podcast episode to our Facebook page. Find it there because the Got It From Your Mama podcast with all the country music moms is actually very good. Remy and Casey. All is not well in the Remy household. Well, my son, Leo, is going through some stuff right now. Oh. So. How old is Leo? He is going to be six in April. Okay. So we we kind of share birthdays. I'm the sixth. He's the eighth of April. So uh, about a week ago, he was eating some tacos and... You know, one went down the wrong tube, as they say. Just like little... Hard tacos? Got caught. No, it was a soft taco. Oh, Just got okay. caught, and he thought he was choking. Oh, okay. Got freaked out about it. Just, you know, whatever. Well, now he has this irrational fear of choking. So dinners and lunches and all that have been a lot of fun, like coaching him through eating because he's just so afraid of choking when nothing is wrong. Yeah. Right? Which got me thinking about... All of the crazy stuff that we built up in our heads as kids. Yeah. Those irrational fears. By the way, parents, if you have any advice for this choking thing, 314-954-9230. Any, uh, <laughs> I was like, we are desperate. <laughs> therapists or psychologists out there. Um, yeah, but it got me thinking about all the irrational fears because I go immediately, when you have kids, you immediately go back to your childhood and relive kind of those same experiences that you had, like eating new foods or gosh, medicine. How many times did you get medicine and you sat there for 15, 20, Ugh. 30 hour? I'm not drinking that nasty NyQuil. Exactly. Nope. My fears consisted of things like not going in the laundry room in the basement because it was dark. Fear of the dark and fear of the basement is probably pretty normal. I had a real, real fear of strangers and specifically strangers like around my household. I really I remember all this anxiety about like a robber or like someone who was going to break into our house. Like yeah. if there was someone around our house that I didn't recognize, that would keep me up at night as a little kid. I had a irrational fear of grasshoppers. Mm. Totally cool with any other insect. Can't relate. Even crickets, which were kind of close, they're kind of close to grasshoppers, have the same body structure for the most part. I feel, I have a very, very rational fear of spiders. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, naturally. Definitely started back then. <laughs> I think the weirdest fear I had was I would go to bed every night when I was a kid and I would pray. And I would say things like, Lord, please don't let me have a heart attack. Please don't let me have a heart attack. Please don't let me have a heart attack. And the more I said that same phrase, in my mind, justified... And uh, it, it led me down a road of 
okay. well, I, I won't get a heart attack. Uh, yeah. If I say this right. 25 times instead of five times. The- and you wonder why Leo, I'm sorry, Leo is great, but you wonder why he is the way he is. I know. It's, it's he's just, totally it's, got those tendencies. He's just built for this, right? Yeah. I would go down every like terminal illness. Oh my gosh. As I was praying. You still do this. <laughs> I don't. You'll be like, I got a runny nose. WebMD. Dying. <laughs> Symptoms of dying, runny nose. <laughs> it all started from when you were a little guy. Yeah. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Fill in the blank. Casey is a lover of blank. Conversation hearts. Oh my gosh. Dogs. Dogs. Oh, that was way easier than I expected. <laughs> First on the priority list is conversation Well, we hearts. just talked about it a minute ago. That's true. A recent survey of U.S. dog owners says the rise of pet humanization is a thing in which furry animals are becoming increasingly a part of the family and even more so depending on who you ask. Mm -hmm. Meaning that some people treat their dogs better than their kids. Or if they just have a dog, treat the dog as a child. Yeah, I mean, for sure. So you you have Zeus. Zeus. Is yes. your daily. Zeus is my daily. Zeus uh-huh. lives at my house. Zeus well, kind is of a pit bull. A pit bull, okay. And then you also have a Dalmatian. Yeah, she lives at my parents' house, but I consider both of them my, you know, first and second born. Okay. So you are one of those people. I'm that what they them are child, my. Which is interesting because baby boomers are more likely to be in that category of thinking that their pet is their child. This is surprising to me because baby boomers also give me that like that vibe that they wouldn't be that way. Like leave their dog outside during the winter? (laughs) No water! Meanwhile, Gen Z was found to be less rigid in the survey with 36% of respondents describing their training approach as flexible. Younger parents were also more likely to bring their pets to more public places like restaurants, dress them up, and broadly spend more time on them uh, with items such as food, fashion, according to survey results. So the overall, Gen Z not as, I Into guess, Into it yet, but also Gen Z is not that old yet. Like, think about it that way, too. That's true. Uh, all dog owners surveyed across generations, Gen Z, Millennials, Gen X, and Baby Boomers said they spend an average of 50 to to $100 monthly on food and nutrition, which I feel like is pretty average. Right. However, there are a specific breed of owner who take this to the next level. Okay. I would imagine most of these people just have a dog. By offering filtered water. My parents do that with the firstborn. Freshly made food. Like yeah. human food, yeah, that they cook up and like you know slice up, put it in the put it in the bowl every night. Yeah, dropping their pooch at a doggy day spa, complete with massage therapy. <laughs> Play dates with other dogs, mm-hmm. which I guess is it's important. It's kind of normal. You go meet you at the dog park, you know yeah. that kind of thing. This one has me a little weird. Wiping their dog after they go to the bathroom. Some dogs need this. A bulldog <laughs> can't reach around and clean himself off, and, and they don't have that much mobility, so you have to. Also, you know the story about me and the poodle Will. Well, yeah, you were pulling socks. Yeah, but that's he di- needed help getting cleaned up every I now and like again. I feel like that's a little different. That's- it's your dog. You want him running around the house when he's got a little something-something on his backside? No, you're going to clean it up for him because that's what you do as a parent. That's a diet violation. And dog owner. 
I just don't know if you're out there with your little bag on your hand, getting the getting the poo off of the floor, and then also another and the uh, a wipe in the other hand, just going to town on that uh, that. Booty. Some dogs need it. Some <laughs> dogs can't do it themselves. I never actually thought they about it that way. They weren't made to wipe. Like you know? if you have a bulldog and they can't, you know, get around, right? Know, not not flexible like other dogs. Think I about don't... a wiener dog. You know. <laughs> <laughs> they need a little help. That's the most flexible dog, right? Mm, no? Pretty long. I don't know. <laughs> There's Remy Casey on the way out on this Friday light. That only means one thing, Casey, and that is... That th- tomorrow's Friday. So excited for Hot Country Nights. Joe Nichols, Matt Stell, uh, Casey and I are going to be there. So you should come out too and hang out with us. It's a free show. Also, tomorrow's a free ticket Friday for Chris Stapleton tickets. So lots of stuff going on all day and all night. And grab yourself a pie today, a little pizza pie, because it is National Pizza Day. We don't celebrate too many national days around here, but Pizza Day is one of them. Uh, your favorite St. Louis pizza. You know, like Emos or someone has a deal going on for oh, that they today. All do. Yeah, yeah, they all do. We uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier, and Dewey's was up on the list for top pizzas. La Pizza is one that I want to try. Uh, New York style pizza here in St. Louis, which is kind of weird, but you know, you, you got your New York slice. Regazzi's on the hill. That is like the best pizza on the hill. Okay. So good. So they got good pizza. And then we found out about, there's an Instagram pizza guy who apparently makes 10 pizzas every Sunday. What big, is it called? Big Bear Pizza. He makes them like in his apartment yeah. and then has an Instagram page and people will DM him with like orders and everybody says it's the best pizza ever. 10 pizzas. That's it. It's like the most limited. I wonder if he's charging $50 a, uh, a pie for yeah, these Yeah, that's things. a business move he's got there. That's crazy. Uh, so happy National Pizza Day. If you missed anything from the show, you can check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast and we will see you tomorrow for Friday. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Facebook at 92.3 W-I-L.